intro intro good news humans have learned to fly thanks to airplanes a father has built an amusement park for his disabled daughter and you are listening to a podcast my name is Karnak fitch and i have moved my recording location from my bedroom at my parents house to the basement at my parents house in exeter new hampshire uh i'm really moving up in the world or more literally down but with me once again from Woodland, California, is the salt of my pepper if news were the... Push it, push it. <laughs> the salt and pepper, ladies and gentlemen, uh, push it. Push it real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we have some exciting news. We have a correction from last week. That is exciting news. Think about it. Every major newspaper in the history of time has issued a correction. Yeah, we've joined the ranks of the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Guardian, all the big names. We've just jumped straight into the ranks with a correction. Yeah. Uh, last week, uh, Connor said... Unable to pass the legislature. What Connor meant to say was that they couldn't get the legislation through. Not the legislature. A sloppy mistake. Good thing they can't see your spelling. This shows credibility would be in shambles. <laughs> Truer words have not been said on this show. On that note, let's get into uh, a week in the news. The week in the news. The week in the news. The week, <laughs> week in, in the news. news. So, as we do every week, we're catching you up to date on the headlines from last week. So you can have something to say when you're forced into small talk at your summer family gatherings. Our mission with a week in the news is to give you headlines in under 60 seconds. Because headlines can be heavy. So, stop, watch out. Transcripts of two conversations between President Trump and foreign leaders leaked. Related. In that transcript, Trump called New Hampshire a drug-infested den. Kushner's firm is under investigation over green cards. Congress is at recess until the 5th of September. We learned Trump was involved in drafting his son's statement saying his conversations with Russians were about adoption. Farmer bro Martin Scrawley was found guilty of securities fraud. Venezuelan strongman president moved to rewrite the Constitution. Related. A chief prosecutor and an opposition leader was fired by Venezuela's new legislative assembly. The UN leveled new sanctions against North Korea totaling over a billion dollars. Trump began a 17-day working vacation. The Department of Justice will examine universities over affirmative action. The U.S. military called off search for three missing Marines who went down off the coast of Australia. A bill that would cut legal immigration was backed by the president. Genes in a human embryo have been successfully modified. Saturday in Minnesota, a mosque was the target of an improvised explosive. Fox commentator Eric Bowling is suspended over allegations of inappropriate text messages. Justin Gatlin beat Usain Bolt in Bolt's last individual 100-meter race of his career. Gatlin plays first and bolt third. Good news. Good news. How'd we do? I felt pretty good time-wise. Yeah, not so much on the good positive content-wise. And that's why we bring you this segment. Good news. Good news. It seems like we may actually have a bipartisan effort on healthcare. In the Senate, Senator Lamar Alexander has called for bipartisan hearings on fixing Obamacare. And in the House, the Problem Solver Caucus has agreed to a bipartisan outline addressing some of the major problems in the healthcare markets. We'll see where it goes. And uh, I would say a glowing success of this podcast because we asked for that last week mm-hmm. and now it happened. So great job for us. We've clearly made a difference in the world. <laughs> This week, the Dow Jones Index hit a record 22,000 on Wednesday. The Dow has risen over 20% since the election in November. However, experts attribute much of the record low to unemployment numbers and the falling price of the U.S. dollar. Los Angeles will host its third Olympic Games in 2028 after giving up their bid for the 2024 Games. The 2020 Games will take place in Tokyo and the 2024 Games in Paris. LA will use the extra time to expand its subway system and get ready for the Games. CNN highlighted the story of an officer who went above and beyond the duties that go along with their police badge and uniform. Lindsay Bitteroff gave up a kidney to help save the life of a complete stranger. 
Jackson Arneson, nine-year-old boy who lives a town over after seeing his mother's plea for help on Facebook. Better off said to CNN. I took an oath to serve and protect my community, and now my kidneys will serve and protect you. Arneson suffers from a condition called posterior urethral valves, which can lead to complications, especially kidney failure. The transplant occurred June 22nd. Main good news story. This week we are talking about a beautiful story written by Claire Bates from the BBC about a father's love for his daughter. After watching his developmentally disabled daughter being shunned by kids in a pool while on vacation, Gordon Hartman realized that there wasn't a place for those with disabilities to go to have fun that was made specifically for them. So he built one on 25 acres in San Antonio. Opened in 2010, Morgan's Wonderland, named after his daughter, is a theme park accessible to all. When he realized people weren't coming in the summer, he built a water park which even provided waterproof wheelchairs. The article states they have seen over a million guests and an outpouring of support for initiatives just like it elsewhere in the country. You can check them out at www.morganswonderland.com. Feature! So last week's feature, we talked about healthcare. A topic which gives life to us all. In a literal sense. But in our context, it's a political topic. And while the news has politics, not all news is politics. And what we feature is not just politics. But our focus is stories that have broad implications. Ideally, a topic that touches everyone. Well, this week we hit that mark. But we don't have a full news story as much as a topic that needs awareness. There's a fascinating fact out there that everyone spends about a third of their life doing the same thing. Yeah, about a third of their life is spent sleeping. So let that sink in. Or even sleep on it. A third of life is spent sleeping. That is, if you follow the doctor's recommendation. And this is probably a good time to let you know. We aren't doctors. Nor are we studying to become them. So this isn't medical advice. Nor should it be taken as medical advice. What it really is, is a way to help people like Connor. I don't get enough sleep, and Matt can attest to the fact from the time we worked together at KWVA Eugene. Shout out to KWVA Eugene, University of Oregon's college campus radio. I came into work more days than not on a stupid low amount of sleep. Like six and a half hours is a good night. Yeah, and when I said stupid, it was not a superfluous adjective. The more I wrap my head around the idea and the research, the dumber a lack of sleep becomes. But my rationalization was, work hard today, sleep tomorrow. But the phrase, I'll sleep when I'm dead, is like, idiotic. You won't sleep when you're dead. You can't. You're dead. So, while you're living, you should be sleeping. Because it's a quality of life issue more than anything else. Listen to this, from the University of Georgia's Health Center. Quote, An assessment of your sleep by mental health professionals may be best if you exhibit one or more of the following symptoms. In the sleep and relationship category, it said trouble enjoying activities within your relationship that are typically fun. Difficulty regularly listening to what your partner has to say. Patterns of being quick to get irritated or angry with your partner. Regular quality of communication is reduced or more difficult. Those things describe me to a T in past relationships. Well, the good people don't need to listen to our podcast. They hear your relationship woes. They're here for uh, some news. Sorry, sorry. I... It just describes me perfectly. But the fact is, I'm not alone. In 2015, the U.S. Center for Disease Control declared insufficient sleep a public health problem. And data, which the CDC collected in 2014, showed that 35% of all adults received on average less than seven hours of sleep. An analysis showed adults sleeping equal to or less than six hours between 1985 and 2012. Nearly doubled. From 38.6 million to 70.1 million. So basically what we're saying is that we're getting much less sleep than our parents did. Or at least less than they used to get. So we're defining a real crisis in America and proving that I'm not alone. No, Connor, you're not alone. Now, it's common to hear that eight hours of sleep is recommended. 
Heck, we did it earlier in the show. But that story is too simple. We didn't lie to you, but we didn't tell you the full story. It's important to acknowledge that everyone is different, and there's no one amount of sleep that is ideal for everyone. But that shows that a healthy amount of sleep is between 7 and 9 hours. Which averages to 8 hours. And in 2010, the National Center for Biotechnology Information released results from, quote, a study examining literature and quantitative estimates, longitudinal associations between habitual short and long-term durations of sleep and all-cause mortality in population-based studies around the world. So in short, uh, they studied a lot of studies and data. In total, the study included 1.3 million participants. And the study found, quote, an unambiguous and consistent pattern of increased risk of dying on either end of the distribution of sleep duration. Which says, quote, Pooled analyses indicate that short sleepers, commonly less than 7 hours per night, often less than 5 hours per night, have a 12% greater risk, and long sleepers, commonly greater than 8 or 9 hours per night, have a 30% greater risk of dying than those sleeping 7 to 8 per night. So if you didn't get all that, this study says two things. One, sleeping too little can kill you. And two, sleeping too much can kill you. <laughs> so if you're like Connor and like to burn the candle at both ends chronically, then you're putting your health in real trouble. And if you're chronically behind on sleep, you can't start sleeping 13 hours a day to make it up because it's unhealthy too. It may seem like jumping from bad sleep habits to death is an extreme, but if you compound other side effects which come from a lack of sleep, you'll find they may include Fatigue, short temper, a lack of focus, impaired decision making, decreased cognitive speed, impaired memory, decreased emotional intelligence, and chronic diseases such as hypertension, diabetes, depression, and obesity. So in terms of the work hard, sleep tomorrow mentality, it seems like not sleeping is a medicine you'd hear advertised on TV commercials. If you need extra time in the day, try no sleep. Side effects of no sleep include short temper, a lack of focus, impaired decision making, decreased cognitive impaired speed, memory, decreased emotional blah, blah, intelligence, blah, 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 bad side effects. But, 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 there's good news as there always is with us. And the good news is? We've adopted an agenda. And before you take offense to news having an agenda, it's important to note that all news organizations have an agenda. And we've already got one. It's good news. So like local and national papers having agendas to spread news of corruption, crime, and fraud to rid problems in society. We're fighting corruption, crime, and fraud and lack of sleep. So throughout Good News, a podcast, we'll be bringing you updates on sleep information, including the benefits of sleep, as well as tips and motivation to get you the sleep you need. And the fact is, there's too much good information on sleep to put it in our brief features. But what you can really look forward to is us reaching out to experts, bringing you the depth on sleep that we strive for in our features. This past week, we reached out to two research institutions, the University of Michigan's Center for Science and Sleep and the Sleep Research Society. We have not received responses yet from either institution. But when we do or hear back from other experts, we'll bring you the information straight to you. So look forward to more news on sleep. And for now, get some sleep. Developing news. Developing news. In developing news, growth. Yes, growth and development are near cousins sharing the grandparents of synonym. But in terms of our podcast, we've grown. Yes, indeed. We've revamped our website. Goodnewsapodcast.com. Which contains all of our sources for the news we share with you. Please review them and make sure that we're not fake news. And if you have a question or hear a mistake, please email us at goodnews at goodnewsapodcast.com and we'll answer your questions and make the corrections. Yes, we have a lot of corrections to be made in order to gain ground on the leading news outlets. Yeah, guys, uh, that's a joke, cart before the horse kind of thing. Uh, our aim is good news and we don't want to make any mistakes. True, uh, but back to our website. At goodnewsapodcast.com, you can also sign up for our email list. Which will inform you about new episodes, share links to good news stories, and get you more connected with the good news community that we are trying to develop. Additionally, 
on the website, you can send good news stories to us. Whether it's a personal good news story or a story you found in your regular reading. We want to know about it. And we may add it to the show. And in more developing news, you can now listen to Good News Podcast on iTunes. For Apple devices. Google Play. For Android devices. SoundCloud. For anyone. And Stitcher. For everyone. And if you're big into podcasts, Stitcher is the app for you. Stitcher is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discover from 65,000 news, entertainment, and sports shows. And one of them is Good News. A podcast. All links to subscribe are on our website, which again is goodnewsapodcast.com. If you like us, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Podcast Good News, where you'll get this day in good news. A historically positive event that happened on the day we're tweeting. In addition to other good content. Please review, rate, and share this podcast wherever you find the space. We're trying to spread a good news agenda, and it helps when you help us. Oh, one last thing. We have a tagline for our show now. It's, we're not the best news, we're good news. Because, of course, we like to take a modest approach to our standings in the news world. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening to Good News, a podcast.